Hey kids, you're about to listen to your comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Crampy Koala Bear. Enjoy the 100th episode extravaganza with a crisp Koala Cola. Koala Cola, it tastes just like Down Under. Introducing your host, Dr. London Down Under Koala Cola Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith.com. Now, you may have heard a little something new in the disclaimer. Yes. And that is because this is our 100th episode extravaganza. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, 100. Uh, uh, the whole crowd's going nuts. We have this huge you know, presentation here. Uh, I thought it was 99. No. It's 100. Yes. It's 99. Wow. No, it is 100. 93. I, sh- I thought the show was 93. Nope. No, it's 100. No, okay, sorry. Sorry, for those in the audience who are protesting, no, it is It is the 100th episode. We've, we've done, this is number 100 in sequential order. Um, and I'm sorry for, for all that. Uh, Cameron, could you, sorry, this is our producer, Cameron. Um, hey. Hey, yeah. I'm trying to know, what can I, for the 100th episode, since we're going to be embracing ourselves maybe in the future maybe i'm gonna try out a little more cooler introduction so give me a cooler introduction say you know this is cameron or whatever yeah <clears throat> i'm gonna do it again <clears throat> oh so you okay. okay when you say try out a cooler introduction you do cooler and i do cooler okay, both okay. of us do cooler um hey th- so this is our producer cameron he's on with sunglasses on oh a f- uh oh and f- um, something about fish. Something about trying to something okay. About f- something about fish. No, and I hate to. What about if I say what if I what if I say like fish the fish on the hook? Got my fish on the hook. Yeah, no, that's I guess that's that's an option. Um, so we can we we can sort of keep troubleshooting. So that. give it to me again. Start it over. You uh, you want to okay um okay uh here's here's Cameron with sunglasses. Hey, Dr. London, we've got the fish on a hook. All right. So um, anyway, that, that's Producer Cameron. I'm DrLondonSmith.com, and we are excited to announce that we are joining a new podcast network as part of our 100th episode extravaganza. This is extremely exciting. We have been with two different podcast networks so far over the life cycle of this show. And we're actually not allowed to speak about either of our previous podcast networks Except- through... So, so what? Well, I, you know, I, I want to clarify something here. So I didn't know some of the things about, and I, like, I, I don't want to get specific, but there might have been a, uh, some harm done to someone allegedly, and the the one who allegedly did that harm may have had their name be the name of the podcast network, and that's what we were associated with. I didn't realize that. The person who ran the podcast network had posted some questionable things online. So we just wanted to distance ourselves from her, Casey Anthony. And we are uh, now 
on a brand new network. We're actually the first and so far only show on this new network. Yes, which that to me just means we can spread our roots. We can really grow. So, you know, it's it's a giant. Yeah, I, I mean, we're going to be, we're sort of pioneers because now any other show that ends up on this network is sort of under our wings. Like we're going to yeah. be able to show them the ropes. We're carrying them. Yeah. For the next 100 episodes at least because that's what we've signed the contract for we are on the koala cola podcast network did someone say koala cola yes i think someone did everyone's favorite soda koala cola it's the podcast network for the number one koala based cola yeah and and one thing that i need to read here is that there is no there are no koala parts in the cola um that's that's just a little thing Hey, that's right. There are no cooler parts in the Koala Cola. And why even talk about it? Oh, crampy. So for those who don't know, which I can't imagine many people don't, the the spokesperson for Koala Cola is, of course, Crampy Koala. Say hi, Crampy. Hey, hello. And say hello to... Crikey, Crampy. Where'd you go, mate? Oh, there he is. That blimey koala's always getting away from me. Wait, Hello. What? Who, who are you? My name's Reggie Boomerang, and I am Crampy's handler. So I make sure he doesn't get into too much oh. trouble, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so can I, let me paint a picture, because so much has happened in the last, like, 90 seconds real quick. So we, of course, have Koala Cola's spokesperson and beloved character, Crampy Koala. Crampy, say hi again. Hello. We we also have Crampy's professional handler because Crampy Koala is a koala. You know, you're an animal. Let's be real for a second, even though you can talk and laugh and and sing because you're a big singer. That's a big part of the campaign. Yeah, that is his whole thing. The... You need a handler, and I get that. And so that Reggie, you said your name was Reggie Boomerang? That's right. My name's Reggie Boomerang. Reggie short for Regimite. Oh, Reggie Regimite Boomerang. That is a very authentic Australian name. Yeah. It may be a common name, but I'm the one and only Reggie Boomerang. You're the one. And, yeah, I mean, I can tell. So, I mean, uh, Crampy, do you do you get along with your handler? Well, what? I'm a bit confused on the dynamics here because, Crampy, you're kind of a big celebrity and you have sort of this professional guardian, mentor, agent, I'm not exactly sure, handler. Well, you know, you know, every famous person's got to have a more stable person behind him. Sure, yeah. You know, uh, like maybe uh, he's like Justin Bieber and I'm like Hayley Bieber. Yeah. Or you're Scooter Braun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, you know. I I keep him under control. <laughs> okay, well he's hopping around the room now. Yeah, he's Crampy Koala is hopping around the room a lot. Hey Crampy, you can just sit down. There's no reason to be all over the place. <laughs> There's no cameras. This is actually a podcast, so it's better if you stick by the microphone. <laughs> Okay, Crampy, Crampy, Crampy is going crazy. Well, okay, he's used to being out in the outback, so it's you know he's getting used to the indoor vibe. You know, he's he's not been around microphones too much. Yeah, no, no, I totally understand. He's he's usually on camera and around boom mics only. So I, I definitely get right, the confusion. Right. That's a big change. Well, I mean, this is amazing. I'm glad to have both of you on the show. Uh, and I actually, 
uh, can we like, I mean, do you, Crampy, do you need anything? Shane, can you grab whatever Crampy needs? Crampy, do you need like a, do you drink the koala salt? So, oh, koala don't, don't give him anything, mate. He's He's got plenty of snacks in his pouch. <laughs> oh, okay. So you do keep snacks in your pouch. Yeah, for sure. We we give him all kinds of stuff in his pouch, dingo meat, what have you, you know. That Crampy has spoken so little. It's mostly just been like a, a series of laughs. I thought I thought Crampy was going to be a little more involved in this. Uh, well, I'm more the brains behind the operation. He just he's just uh he, you know, he's very photogenic for a koala, so they like him. What is going on, Reggie? You just Crampy was about to talk and you just interrupted him. Are you trying to like not let him speak? Uh, well, sometimes I'm just worried about what he might say, you know? I mean, what, what, I trust him with a lot of information I wouldn't really necessarily want out, but he's kind of got no filter. He's a loudmouth quality, you know how they are. So, so um, I just want to, you know... Wait, uh, wait, 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 hold on I for a second. So the reason you don't trust Crampy isn't because he might say something, like, questionable. It's because he might say, like, a secret you've told him? Well, I don't know for, for sure, but I, I I would hope he wouldn't tell anybody all that stuff. But, like, you know, I mean, when you're out in the in the outback and you're lonely and you, you're just wandering around with a koala, you got to talk to somebody. And even if I talk to myself, he's hearing me. So, you know, he's he's got a bit of information on me. Now, I won't say, you know, what that kind of information is but you know some of it's not not the best you know it's not something i'd want everybody to know so that's why i kind of keep him a little under control you know yeah but you have no problem telling people that there's something you're hiding which is like right now everybody's got something to hide i just don't want them to know how serious it is yeah and again i mean it just sounds like you're undermining yourself but i kind of like it you're very honest reggie i like that about you try to be you know uh you know after you know, just after traveling, I actually did an expedition. It was more of like a, uh, you know, a, a self, a soul searching journey. Yeah. Um, I just went straight through the steakhouse for like three months straight, and I all I ate was dingo meat and sand, and uh, it was it was the a classic crazy Australian. And that's actually and when you say the uh, steakhouse, yeah, I mean, you're talking about. We're talking about the the desert, you know, the outback. Outback steakhouse. And, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, we all call it the steakhouse. That's why there's a steakhouse called Outback, actually, because it was called Outback, and they decided to say steakhouse ah. because, you know, the similarities there. It's so fun um, to learn about other cultures. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. We're very cultured. We, we you know, we uh, we have the Outback, and we have the Great Barrier Reef. We've got, you know, um, it's ton- all kinds of, ton of culture. Great Barrier of Reef! Oh, that is his his catchphrase, yeah. Oh, Crampy's sure. catchphrase is great. Barrier Reef. I thought he had a different catchphrase. Or I guess the uh, cola has a slogan yeah. that Crampy says quite a bit, which we actually <laughs> are contractually obligated to yeah. say a few times on this episode. Yes. So, so if so we, we could get let, DJ Dylan, if you can get the the slogan real quick, and then get we can get a few picks. So Crampy, go ahead and hold the koala cola, <laughs> and then go ahead and 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 say the say the ad. <laughs> Tice just locked down under. Try to do, do koala cola. Tastes just like down under. Do you include the koala cola? Hey, koala cola. Tastes just like down under. Oh, well, he's hopping around a lot. He's hopping around a lot. I, I, I think we're good. DJ Dylan, you got that, right? Yes. Okay. So that's, yeah, okay. So we're so good. I, 
you know, I can't help but feel like maybe, and like maybe they wanted us to say it because Crampy is, you know, they have him all the time, and we are the ones who are, you know, being spot. Do you see what I mean? So I'm gonna. Well, I mean the yeah, I mean it's not specified, but it it says it a minimum of ten times in the episode. Okay. So I think that can just be shared among okay. all of us. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, okay. So anyway. I'm, I'm sorry, that was kind of a long introduction for all of this, but it's it's there's so much to unpack here. There's a, there's a lot going on. Um, but, you know, we don't want to neglect our listeners. So, right. We... Okay, so, yeah, maybe maybe Crampy and Reggie, can you guys hold off on a second while we do our little, our little fun intro part of the show? Do you guys want to play games on my phone? Yeah, I, I love that, mate. Okay, so here, go ahead and play games on you my phone. You have Angry phone. Birds. And hey, uh, Shane, can you hand Reggie my my phone? And Shane, sorry, get you know it's sorry, I forgot to tell everyone we've got Shane here, our intern yeah, today. Flag. He's here every single day, of course, because he lives in the attic. But yeah, um, I've I yeah. mean I've been here long enough to probably not be called an intern on air anymore, don't you think? I kind of well, what? Well, I think. I mean, what do you? What else? I think it's a legal thing because if we called you anything else, then there would have to we there'd have to be a change in your compensation, which is currently oh. college credits. Yeah, even though I I'm not even in college. Yeah, but you're but ready I, for I it. I mean, now. I guess, but I guess, yeah. After I, after I get so many college credits racked up from this internship, it'll be like I have a degree. Yeah, basically. you just apply to college and then they give you a degree. Yeah, that makes sense. So if I get enough hours, yeah. Which, you know, keep working on it. But, um, yeah, I do want to bring up because, you know, we kind of, Shane has been great at being quiet, like a good intern is, you know, a good sound engineer, doesn't really make noise. So we did want to kind of give you your chance to, you can be on mic on this episode. This is our 100th episode extravaganza. So yes, we're going to bring you in for it. Um, but, uh, you know, before we do any of that, I do want to, um, apologize to our listeners. I normally do this at the top, but once again, it's just we have this audience here. So much was going on. Um, so we've and this is a new this is a new feature that we're going to be doing from here on out, which is we apologize to our listeners at the beginning of every yeah, episode. Right. Well, so I would like to begin here by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've used in the past, such as lactational mastitis and 100th episode extravaganza. Uh, so, so I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. And I want to apologize for, uh, bad weather. You know, I'm not going to say that I have any necessarily control over bad weather, but we do know that the weather is affected by things like global warming and emissions and things like that. And I, I, I'm going to be honest, Dr. London, I haven't been as green as I probably should be. Yeah. I still drive a, a, a gas powered car. You know, I, I've got my t- my big old TV on all the time. Well, and you, and so in a way, I've I, I am the reason that there is bad weather, and I want to apologize that to our listeners as our, as my first apology on on our on our hundredth episode so in this new format. Well, and also I would say like your attempts to go green have just been, you know, either with paint or with just trying to make yourself nauseated. So that's, uh. Like to make your skin yeah. physically turn green. I, I feel like the green initiatives. You, what's uh, you're saying? The paint. I know the paint thing is an issue because of how many dead fish end up, like kind of on the side of the river where I'm covering myself in the paint. Yeah. 
because you know I'm just kind of discarding the buckets and the like yeah. leftover paint and it's and just straight into the and it's into the lead river. paint as well, which I don't. Um, oh yeah, it's old as hell. Yeah, so I, it's just one of those things where like I feel there is a better way, which I'm glad you addressed it. Like I guess you've done some research to know that, you know, gasoline, you know, fuel burning and things like that can. I didn't do research as much as there was an expose on me in the New Yorker. It was sort of a top 10 list of the biggest causes of uh, global emissions. And it was mostly oil companies and like farming industry and stuff like that. But right around seven was me. And it just, then they did a, it just said camera. It was really neat to, that they did a profile on you because they didn't, they also included some of your dating habits and um, you know, it was nice that they did a full, it was a lot about my day to day. Um, in any case, uh, also with us is Digital in the House. Yes. Yo, this party stinks. Yo, this party stinks. No, like it sensationally reeks. It smells like they're boiling 300 hot dogs in the back. Kind of smells like down under. Kind of smells like down under. Ugh. It doesn't go away. It just kind of follows you everywhere. Yo, this party stinks. Yo, this party stinks. Smell creeping in from the back Hiding in my shirt, my nose is under attack Racking my brain, trying to escape this hell Wondering if I've lived a life outside of this smell My name is Smell. I live in a smell. I am a smell. You can reach me at smell, 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 smell. I would also, so, so we have some more listener feedback. Uh, so this one, now this one came through. I, I understand that our, you know, the spokesperson for the podcast network, Crampy Koala, he, he, apparently he tracked this down. That's, that's how I got this, is what I'm saying. Um, so the note from our listener reads... I cannot stand for the flag anymore. It is because of my many diseases, end quote. So, um, uh, I get, thank you. Thank you for reaching out to us here at the, you know, this new Koala Cola podcast network. So a lot of times people, if you are, have diseases that render you, you know, differently able to, unable to stand, then... Permanently sitting. Yeah, then I think that it is fair, like that it is okay for you to not stand for the flag. I don't see that as an obligation. I don't know. I mean, what is dedication? Is it not sometimes sacrifice? Is it not sometimes difficult and hard and it pushes you? Yeah, I guess. To maybe go a little further than yourself? So so I'm thinking of, you know, if they have, say, some muscular or neurological disorder where, the, you know, the disease physically prevents them from being able to Use oh, I'm I'm sorry. Was Bernie at Weekend at Bernie's able to move around, and yet people were able to attach strings to him and operate him like a puppet? So if they wanted him to stand 
for the flag they would be able to do okay. that. So I mean, already your 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 logic is it's very full faulty, Doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I I guess I see what you mean. Um, maybe you know what? I I don't have all the answers on it. Betty White has been dead for seven years. Okay. Well, so okay. Anyway, so t- anyway, to this listener, thank you for listening. Um, now for today's medical topic. And this is for all you uh, in the audience here today who are, you know, raise your glass for the sponsor. Um, today's topic is acute alcoholic hepatitis. <laughs> acute alcoholic hepatitis is an inflammation of the liver in which the liver becomes fatty and tends to, uh, it tends to happen due to binge drinking, which is when you drink at least four or five servings of alcohol within a two hour period. Um, and it's, of course, often whenever people do that, you know, chronically. Uh, clinically, patients can present with jaundice. Unless it's part of Flip Cup. You forgot to mention that. I'm sorry. We should really clarify that this doesn't apply to, like, drinking games. Okay, so I, you know, I, I, maybe that's, I was going to say that's a common misconception, but I don't, I don't know that it is a common misconception. But um, when I say servings of alcohol, that's, you know... Because I know you've you've made exception for say the giant goblets, and I know you said drinking games, the the giant goblets you say only count as one drink. You're saying that you could still get this disease if you're playing Rage Cage, but not say like King's Cup. I'm saying that you you could get it from any of these uh these drinking games if you drank you know sufficient quantities of alcohol. That's well. I mean, if you typically if you're doing good at the game, then you won't be drinking that yeah, much. Yeah. So, so, so I mean, maybe this is more about y- this is about your skill level more than it is actually about disease. Yeah, you think it's my own insecurities that I, okay, yeah, that I'm projecting onto my medical practice. Yeah. Okay. If you don't want to fall into this category, maybe be a little bit better at beer pong. Okay, I you know noted uh, for now. I like this is. At least it's going to be my clinical recommendation for the moment, but I will revisit it. Yeah. You know, based on your criticism. And so, just to clarify uh, again, this disease does not apply to drinking games if you're good at the games. So, clinically, patients can present with jaundice, and that's you know when your skin, well, especially the square of your eye, goes yellow. Uh, they can have anorexia, weight loss over a few months with right upper quadrant pain. Uh, patients can also have ascites, which is sort of a generalized swelling. Um, as well as liver tenderness and fever. Remember, that's the liver tenderness is uh, that's on the right hand side, uh, the right upper quadrant of your abdomen. So um, it's actually is that stage right? Yeah, yes, that would be stage right from the perspective of the performer. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, uh, under the ribs is where normally the the liver is, but if it's large and inflamed, then you can actually feel it below the ribs, and it'll be tender there. So, and tender means you can. You, you can push on it physically and make pain happen. Yeah, this can't you that can't be right because I'm doing that right now and it hurts like hell. Okay, so so maybe you have a you have a liver issue. I to Okay. Um that's that's really just a thing to go to the doctor for. But uh, uh so patients Ow. can also have fever as well. Ow. Um Laboratory studies tend to show an AST greater than an ALT, and the way I remember that is AST, I think, sipping, like sipping on a drink, 
So an AST greater than an ALT, um, an elevated GGTP and bilirubin, and an elevated INR and uh, prothrombin time, and that's PT for short. For this diagnosis, you must exclude viral and drug-induced hepatitis. If the discriminant factor is greater than 32, you'll treat with steroids. And if you're wondering, what's the discriminant factor? Well, that is the patient's PT minus the control PT. Wasn't. Wasn't even that wasn't wondering that in any capacity. Times four point six plus bilirubin. And you have you have to clarify that AST the way you remember that is by sipping, but that's only because you sip by going ass. I feel like you need to mention that. You can't just assume that people know that. Well, yeah. So and we all have our. I shouldn't say we all. Whenever. And that's whenever I drink anything. It doesn't have to be, you know, an alcoholic beverage. I'll or cola, cola. Yes, and sorry, I should say, uh, it tastes just like Down Under. Sorry, Down Under. It, it is written with a h. And you should probably clarify that cola, cola does not cause any of these issues. Uh, yeah, to my knowledge, it's not. Well, it's only, it's only slightly alcoholic. It's not enough to actually. It's enough for them to start putting it into liquor stores, but. Not enough to sell it as a strong beverage, which right. So I guess is a marketing ploy. The drink's safe, right? Uh, y- yes. I, th- I, my understanding. Oh, so oh, you're I, talking to me? I was, I was are, talking to Crampy oh. Koala. Hey, there we go. Hey, Koala Cola is the safest drink you can have. Just Whoa. don't have it while you're driving or while you're performing surgeries. <laughs> I can verify it's safe too, mate. I mean, when I was going through the steakhouse, that's all we drank because the water's not too safe out there if you can even find any. So we mostly just drank Koala Cola. Well, yes. Koala Cola, safer than water. Just don't drink it while operating a vehicle or performing surgery. And it tastes good too. Tastes just like Down Under. It tastes just like Down Under. I think that's exactly, four times mate. I'm already. from there. I know. I know the taste. Right, and so, uh, anyway, so, so treatment for acute alcoholic hepatitis is to treat the underlying disease and manage complications. Because once again, this is once the liver gets involved, you know, very sick, then there's kind of a lot to cover. Um, but anyway, se- severe alcoholic hepatitis actually has a 50% mortality, so it is something to to really watch for and to you know bear strongly in mind. Uh, you know, you know, sometimes, um, sorry to butt in, but I've read oh, a lot hey, about this. Yeah. Yeah, I've read a lot about this, actually, and um, a lot of times people think they have hepatitis, but it's actually a gizzard infection, not a liver thing. Wow. Those two people get those confused a lot. And this is for maybe our new listeners. Shane is very involved in, our intern Shane is very involved in the scientific community as also the alternative medicine community, and so he knows a lot of stuff that Dr. London has been paid to not talk about. Yeah, he's... Things like the cumin gizzard, all of these things. Well, yeah, I mean, people, people, a lot of times will tell you that gizzards, you know, aren't found in humans, and but you know, the same people tell you that appendixes don't exist, and you know, so you just have to take everything you hear with a grain of salt, unless you hear it from me, basically, because I yeah. do my research extensively. Yeah, I've seen, and you, because you heard a doctor say that you don't have an appendix, and you took that as. Well, yeah, I mean, it's obviously he said he said some people don't even have appendixes. Well, he said that post you believe that post op, right? You were on, you were in the waiting room after. He didn't say anything about an op. He just said some people don't have appendixes. Okay, 
Okay, but this was after you were hospitalized with, you know, pain in your right side, that uh, right lower quadrant in your abdomen. Yeah, but and they said it was appendicitis, but honestly, how could they know? It, you know, uh, if uh, some people don't have it, maybe I was just born without it, you know? Wow. Yeah, okay. And see, these are the things that Dr. Lynn has been afraid to talk about. Thank you, So Shane, I'm not, I'm not even sure that they removed it or, or if I was born without it after what I heard that doctor say. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like you, you were maybe selectively listening. But in any case, thank you for— Well, I, I, what, here's what I think happened. I think I was born without an appendix. Like that doctor said, some people are, don't have an appendix. And what I think they did— was said they took my appendix out, but really they took my gizzard out because I recently had some x-rays and I don't have a gizzard either. And does that, and does that, I mean, does that affect your, your day-to-day life? Have you been nauseous? Uh, it just feels a little roomy inside, you know, it, it just feels roomy in there. Uh, I can, you know, you feel the spacing. Uh, I'm able to eat more than I used to. So that's why I've started putting on some weight. And uh, when you can things, kinda, things like, like that, you can shake around and you can sort of feel it. Yeah, and I just I I used to enjoy the feeling of my gizzard. Wow! <laughs> hey, great barrier relief. Okay, crampy koala, sit sit back down. Shane, can you catch him and put him in the chair? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's all right, mate. I got him, mate. Sorry, no. sometimes he gets a little cranky, don't you, Crampy? Because uh, I give him snacks and stuff, but sometimes little Joey in there has a bite to eat. That's Baby Dinky in there. Oh, wait, Yay, wait, wait, wait. Baby Dinky hungry! Wait, okay, so Crampy Koala <laughs> is a mother. Uh, actually, he's a father, but uh, usually uh, the males don't have babies, but somehow he did, and he's got a p- little pouch there for snacks, but also for the baby, uh, little baby dinky in there, we call him. Okay, so Crampy Koala is a koala that gets pregnant like uh, seahorses do, where the male gets pregnant. Yes. And ha- ha- has and given birth to a little joey that lives inside his pouch named, what was its name again? Baby little, Dinky. Baby Dinky? Yeah, it's it's Dinky, but we call him Baby Dinky because he's a little baby. Okay. You know? Yeah, hey, can I talk to Baby Dinky a little bit? Yeah, you can try. He I doesn't mean, always he answer. Talk? Sometimes he gets a little excited, too. Hey, little, little Baby yeah, Dinky. Baby Dinky? Little Baby Dinky, can you hear me? <laughs> I hear you. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is, you really are a tiny little Joey, aren't you? Baby Dinky, tiny and cute, but has a bad temper. No. So you you even have wor- a worse attitude than your father, huh? Baby Dinky grew up in the steakhouse. Baby Dinky get mad. Wow, Baby Dinky is a lot more aggressive than your father. That's This is interesting. And this is just part of the campaign. Is that right, Reggie? Uh, yeah, it's it's part of the campaign. It was more of like a mistake that we adapted to, you know, because originally it was just supposed to be me and Crampy, but, you know, sometimes accidents <laughs> happen and, you know, baby Dinky came along and we just had to kind of go with it, you know? No, I mean, I think, it, I think it's working out well. Baby Dinky is extremely memorable. I already remember him. And he sounds honestly more articulate than uh, Crampy. Yeah, well, he spent his whole life in a pouch, so you know he hasn't had much time to develop an accent, anything like that. He hasn't been very uh, educated. He's still illiterate, so. 
No, I was saying he's more articulate than. Right, that's because he doesn't have an Australian accent like us. Oh, okay, yeah. Articulation, right? It's not really something we do. It's not one of we're we're good at lots of things, but that's not one of our strong points necessarily because we focus on 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 survival down here, you know. Yeah. So you're busy. You're too busy to articulate things well. So the little Joey hasn't adopted to the Australian lifestyle yet. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, we do what we gotta do. How do you, Crampy? How you didn't even tell me that you had a kid. How do you? are, Are are you guys close? Yeah, I had a kid, and by the way. I love my little Joey. Aww. My little baby dinky. Hey, <laughs> great burial reef. I taste just like down yonder. <laughs> okay, you don't have to. You don't have to say your slogans and your catchphrases every single time. That's it's okay. What well, is one of those things where I think he kind of does have to? Like that's that's kind of his entire life is, um, you know, being this mascot, being the spokesman. And yeah. which, uh, you know, I didn't realize we would, I thought we would keep it all surface level for this and kind of just focus on the sponsorship aspects because that's, that's obviously new for us. And, um, well, and you, you got to remember this sponsorship, this, uh, this brand is so important to Crampy because he's got a lot in this, uh, emotionally, uh, physically, you know, going through the steakhouse, everything like that. But, <laughs> but emotionally, I mean, his, his parents died making this cola like they were the original koalas involved yeah i read about this oh i i didn't know about any of this i want to hear this story i mean if it's well i I would love to hear it basically i I can't go too much into it you know but uh they made the ultimate sacrifice they sacrificed themselves for this brand so that this in order that the best soda down under could be made Crampy, I know this might be like really, really difficult to talk about because I mean we're talking about the loss of your parents, which is one of the worst things you can go through. Um, could you elaborate a little <laughs> bit on on sort of their impact? Crampy, don't, I don't feel obligated to say too much about this now. <laughs> sort of their impact in your life. Remember what we talked about, Crampy? Not too much. Hey, <laughs> Raj, you committed a felony. All right, hey, Crampy, Ooh. hey, why don't you uh, go eat your snacks? I think I think Baby Dinky's getting hungry. I'm not that hungry. Well, go go do it anyway. Um, you're a terrible handler. I just want to throw out you. Just not well, not no. all the choices you're making are great. It's just that you don't even like get out of your chair. You're just like go do. You're like go do these things. Well, you know, koalas aren't the smartest mammals on the planet. Marsupia, excuse me. Uh, they're not the smartest animals on this planet. So sometimes they just need some guidance. You know, they don't have, they haven't developed the frontal lobe like we have. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the whole thing. The frontal lobe's not developed okay. like us. Because your brain keeps developing until you're 25. Yeah, and most koalas don't even live to be 25. So you can only imagine how the how dumb they are early in life. Wow. <laughs> Oh, well, that sounded less happy than I mean, that before. sounded sad. I don't know how sad it can be when I asked about talking about his parents and he immediately starts talking about he divots to Reggie's felonies. Well, he likes to joke around that one. You know, we spent a lot of time in the steakhouse, so. Look, yeah, you mentioned lots of, that. Lots of inside jokes, you know. You don't have much else to do except survive. 
I, I, w- I just want to hear the story, like the origin story of Koala Cola. Like, so, I mean, Crampy, your parents came up with this soda, this cola. Like, I mean, how did how did that process work? Did they did they discover this drink? Well, or let, is it something let me just, they made let me in just lab, this or... for you. So, yeah, yeah, the, his, his parents, right? They they came up with the they they came up with the ingredients. They provided the ingredients for the cola, you mm-hmm. know, and that's that's so important. That's 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 what's so important about koala cola is the taste is just right. Tastes just like down under, and and you can't get that taste uh, from anywhere except for koalas you know they they so they have that they, taste. they said it, you know i have this you know the the ad copy here and they did say uh that i need to read this every time that the discussion of ingredients at the origin story comes up that uh the koala cola does not um it's not made with any koala meat i just want to reiterate right that. no koala meat whatsoever it's not. There's no koala in it. It's not meat. Not the fur. Yeah, not yeah. The, no uh, koala. No juices, koala meat. Um, and so none of the stomach lining. None of the fingernails. None of the viscera. You know, the, the details yeah. really aren't that important. The the most important thing is that it tastes just like down under. And you know, I think people all around the world are curious. They they want to taste it, but they don't want to travel through the steakhouse to get it like the rest of right. us do in Australia. So, yeah, you know, we did the hard part sacrifices were made so that everyone can have a taste of the outback. Well, so sacrifices um, are made, you mean like professionally because to start a business, you know, you don't profit for five years. Yeah. I mean, I call lots of things sacrifices that probably aren't sacrifices, you know, it's kind of like a slang term, but yeah, real sacrifices too, like for sure. What what do you mean by, not a real sacrifice. Like, I feel like you were leading into something with that. Well, I don't want to, like, say too much, like I said, but because uh, I'm kind of a private person, really, when it comes to, like... Hey, weapon shit, oh, You know, uh, it, that would be a good example, but, um, um you know, we, we haven't really dealt with that. Um, I don't know why that was the first thing that came to Crampy's mind. He's got a mind of his own. You know, like I said, yeah, they don't have the just... frontal lobe. And he's just probably, I mean, he's talking about weapons shipments. Is that, I think believe that's what he said. He must be, he's probably talking about the movie well, Contraband ta- or something. He, he's talking about uh, the original shipments that came to Australia for the guards because we had so many, uh, you know, uh, outlaws and stuff from Britain and they came down here and they had to ship guns for the guards because wow. there weren't enough guns. Uh, yeah, so basically uh, that's what he was talking about. So, and, so, so I don't know if this is... Um you know, you're you're just a handler for the spokesperson. So I uh, and the mascots. I like. I get that maybe. Well, like I said, I'm more of like the Haley Bieber to Justin Bieber. Right. So, so I do want to address. You know, um, and you know, we have, we have certain, I guess, trouble words that we we aren't allowed to touch on, uh, which is fine. I you know, we we've all got our little things. Uh, so one thing that's made the headlines though that I think would just be good to address is, um, some. It seemed like Crampy might have even been kind of hinting at it is the uh the the weapons manufacturing that um uh, like i know, said that, we that had we had lots of we had lots of inside jokes happening out there i mean honestly like you start to see mirages you start to see visions you start to hallucinate and sometimes that could stick with you fortunately it didn't stick with me but i'm not so sure about crampy so not everything he says is quite <laughs> you know, quite right sometimes he gets a little mixed up so don't be surprised if he says yeah. some 
crazy you're outlandish. You're stuff. saying Crampy saw a mirage of you accepting money from weapons manufacturers in order to fund Koala Cola. Uh, yeah, mirage can be lots of. Th- I mean, the heat waves that uh, they, they mess with the vision and the sun's messing with your mind. You see lots of crazy stuff. Like I said, I mean, he he may claim no telling what you know. He may claim that I that I you know. Uh, Detonated a yeah. nuclear bomb out there, well, something of like you that. But just you know, mention it obviously that's not just true. without anyone asking if it was true, just like you did a second ago. Right, like I mean, he he wouldn't mention you know weapons dealings, right. you know, if it weren't if it, if it were true. Hey, what about the satellite photos? Yeah, satellite what? photos. Is that- yeah, I, I'm not. What is your? I feel like your involvement in this company is a little more involved than just being Crampy's handler. Well, I, I've got lots of roles. That's my main one, but you know, I, I'm I'm definitely Crampy sensor, maybe. Uh, no, it's not. Well, you know, I am supposed to keep him in. Li- like I said, I keep I keep Crampy in line just because you know he hasn't had that frontal lobe development like. Like yeah, us, you're but. also speaking for him a lot. You seem to know a lot about the history and the origins of the company, but you're keeping that under wraps. You seem to be involved in like fundraising for the company and making sacrifices for the early parts of the company. Well, I, I, I you know, I was involved earlier on, but like I said, I, I, I wanted to, you know, I took a break. I did some cell searching. That's when we came. Uh, that's when we we really started developing Crampy into what he is today, and that's why he came along because I thought he may need some cell searching as well. So he came through the steakhouse with us, and you know, uh, like I said, he developed a a little bit of. You know, mental <laughs> problems probably you could call it because he's bearing down on you. The factories for all the calls. Yeah, see, he's he's absolutely mental. Like I don't even. So did he? I did don't he know just what say, like, something about koalas being gone, like missing koalas from. Yeah, well, I think he's referring factories. to like poachers back in the day that used to come. In, you know, he's he's real connected to his ancestors, like a uh, lot, like most koalas are. So he, pro- it's probably something along those lines. Oh, you know, he's. I didn't realize that was a thing about koalas is that they have. They're oh yeah, very they're ancestral super, connection. Oh, they're super connected. They're very spiritual, and uh, yeah, it's 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 you know. They are native of uh, of the area, so they they really think back along that family line. A lot of it's you know, uh, um, closely related. You know, so they know all. They know everyone. They know everyone who died. They know all the ancestors. They've got a lot in common. So wow, it's okay. So I I do feel like we've been we've been kind of dodging it. Um, but okay, can, can we just. I guess if we just ask it straight out, then it'll be easy to diffuse it. Let me it. just go ahead and, and, and clear up the answer. I know the answer you're looking hey, for. Hey, hold on a second. Hello? Who? This is Sydney Opera House. I'm Reggie's handler. I'm the handler's handler. Reggie, what are you doing? You're sinking Hello? the company. Hey, I'm just bro. clearing some things up for these fellas. They, th- they seem to be confused. Crampy's been spatting off, saying some weird stuff. That, you know, I think the heat got to his mind, like I said. Reggie, you're getting in some deep debt. So, be smarter. See ya. So I hate oh, to, wow, he ran away. I hate to... Well, he's a busy guy, you know. He's got a company uh, to, to take care of, so... Mr. Opera House... No, I guess Mr. Opera House is gone. Um, Mr. Opera House, yeah, he scurried, I guess, is the best adverb to uh, use. Yeah, we uh, say that one quite a bit, scurried. Like, crampy oh, we as in... Spouting off lies. Okay. Um, or is yeah, that just this... a verb? 
scurried. Don't know, like I said, we're not very articulate. We don't know like grammar. That's right. I shouldn't be much. asking you. Well, I mean, so Dr. Lennon, what are you trying to get at? What do you, what do you, well, what do you just, I just want to ask straight out because it sounded like what Crampy was hinting at was that whenever the factories where you, I guess, where, where you package or whatever, you, 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 oh, make yeah, this yeah. Let, let, me clear, let me clear this up. The koalas are disappearing. Guys, so you don't, well, no, no, they're, they're not disappearing so much as they didn't exist in the first place. So that's kind of, you know, um, we'll, so let me just clear this up. The, the whole thing about Koala Cola, right? Right. Uh, it, it tastes just like Dan Under. And, yes. And sometimes, oh. you, you know, you, you, the, the ingredients are much more. They're in, they're in the heart and the soul and... Of the uh, koalas, or just in general, and okay. and then you take that and you mix it up, and you put it in there, and then koala cola, boom. Okay, that's how it happens. It's absolutely beautiful. The process not quite as beautiful, but you know what? A lot of times, well, okay. On well, the inside, this is the part. This is the part. Yeah, I think that Dr. London is asking, getting me here. is curious about right, but because you, you keep know, hinting at it just process, unnecessarily. You just mentioned that the process is sort of messed up and messy. Well, here's the thing about processes. Let me clear this up for you too. Processes. Okay. If you've ever noticed in life, every process. Is grimy. It's dirty. It's nasty. Nobody wants to hear about it. You don't want to tell anybody about it because you know what? It doesn't matter. You don't At want to know how the, the day, sausage gets the, made. Yeah. The only thing that matters is the results. Nobody wants to hear that much about how I went through the steakhouse. You know, they get bored. But what do they? What do they like? They like the guy that appeared after there. Everybody loves me. And you know what? They didn't love me so much before because I was a blimey bloke. I'll tell you that straight up. I was a blimey, absolute bloke. Whoa. <laughs> and I went through, I did my soul searching. I found this incredible brand. And, uh, well, more like founded this incredible brand. And, oh, um, wow. So, okay. So well, you, are now, the, you are the, like the founder of well, I, I said Cola. I said more like, you know, I, I didn't necessarily want to say it because I didn't want the attention, whatever, plus there's yeah. some legality uh, issues and whatnot. <laughs> oh, he's a fraud. Uh, see what I mean about that heat getting to him. He's, you know, sometimes he gets. He's not very articulate either. He he appears oh. to be articulate, but but he gets a lot of words mixed up. So sometimes he doesn't even know what he's saying. I just he, need clarification on whether or not koalas exist. I think this is the part that is currently tripping me out. You you went through the you went through exist. the the steakhouse. Shane house. Shane, do you have an well, opinion on this? Well, I've read a lot about uh, marsupials in general. I'm pretty obsessed with marsupials uh can't say that i've ever seen anything about a koala i watched uh the rescuers down under as a kid mm. and i remember seeing a koala um but that's the only time i've ever heard anyone mention a koala you know pre i mean post ice age okay so well, after the first ice age well after or the, the first, sequels after the most recent ice ice age, ten thousand BC. Yeah. Well, no, ice age, ice age in ten thousand BC is a live, is a live movie, like a live action right. movie. In Whereas that the ice movie, age no, no, I'm, with like Ray Romano. That's no, no, an animated no, no. series. I'm talking about I'm talking about ten thousand BC, the live movie. Okay. If you look, if you're in, the, if you watch that movie, 
Uh-huh. You will see in this one scene, there's a koala in the background. And you know it's a koala because it's a male and it has a pouch with a baby <laughs> in it. That's the only species that the males have a pouch and a Whoa. baby. Mm. And that's how so, I know Crampy's a koala. But he's the only real one I've ever seen. So you've been to, have you been to the zoo and seen never, koalas? Never. Oh, you, okay, I would you, never visit a zoo. I hate animals. Oh, okay. Well, I, I didn't realize. Are you? Is this, does this make you uncomfortable? I know these these animals are animated in real time. So that's does that help with it as opposed to the normal live animals? Well, they. Used to? Yeah, because I know they can't, you know, get to me and stuff, and uh, so it's a little. I mean, better. are you scared of animals, or <laughs> you just don't like animals? No, I just don't like them. I okay. really, I hate them. Okay, I mean that's fine. He he's allowed to hate whatever he wants. So that, yeah, you know. that's okay as long as you don't, you know, harm. You know, I our definitely new spokesperson. Yeah, I definitely don't feel like I'm any closer to the answer of whether or not exist? koalas exist. But I don't know if I'm of two minds here. Either koalas don't exist; they were invented for this cola, and things have gotten out of hand, or koalas in some way are utilized to create this cola. It has you to know, be one it's, of the it's really a I don't know if it has mate. to be one of the those are just my two going theories. And I'm say, fine uh, with both of them. I just want to say like I like both of them. Personally I'd say it's kind of a mixture between the two really. Hey so oh. um I actually have to, you know, chime in here and just because this this whole ingredients thing came up again. Uh, I just want to you know say real quick that koala cola is not made with any koala meat or any koala parts. Uh, and it has a list here. No koala nails were used in it. No koala uh, pouches. No koala, once again, viscera. But uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't specify scrapings. Uh, There's no mention of koala scrapings. Well, the process doesn't involve any scrapings or anything like that. What so. process? Uh, just, you know, in general, the process of, of, uh, like I said, nobody even wants to hear about the process anyway. They care about the taste. It tastes just like Dan Ender. And man, it's a beautiful thing, I will say. Right. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, it does taste great. I mean, we're drinking some Dr. London drink up. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, mm. Koala Cola, this tastes just like Down it Under. Tastes, it tastes like just I said, like mate, nobody under. cares about the process. They just care about this moment right here. Everybody's Ooh. got this moment the first time. <laughs> hey, you're drinking oh, my hands, like down under. God. Crikey, Crampy. Sit down, Crampy. <laughs> it is. You're right. They. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be offensive to anyone's culture here, but uh, Crampy does seem to struggle even more with articulation than you do. Um, yeah, like I said, the heat kind of got to him, you know. He's, and the, he's, doesn't uh, have the frontal lobe Going through the steakhouse, yeah, no right. frontal lobe. So it's really just, it's quite sad, but you know, what can you do? He's a koala, so. I mean, is Crampy, like, is his frontal lobe not developed because of it's something just not, you no, did? No, it's just, no, no, no. It, you know, it's just not there. He just doesn't have one. Oh, Not kind of like, because, like Shane's appendix? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you could possibly compare the two. It depends on whether or not he was born with it or not. Okay. But there's uh, no, there's, there's no, like, 
I don't know, lobotomies being performed on koalas yeah, and you as know, some you know, sort like of this I said, process, the process, right? Really, nobody's interested in the process. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. All that matters is the taste, and it tastes just like Dan Under. I mean, you put that... Think about Americans. They don't want to know the process. That's boring. Yeah, they, they, like, they like speedy stuff. They want the answer. They right. want results. You don't tell them about this stuff. No. That's true. That's why everyone skips over Dr. Taste. London's medical lesson because they're just like, exactly. ah, get past the details. That's why nobody reads the ingredients on a bag of chips because they know it's a bag of chips. Oh, I thought you guys called it crisps. Yeah, you know, I, I don't even know. Or are you oh, talking you about chips? our french fries? Yeah. He might be yeah, referring bag to a chips. bag of chips. Yeah, I'm referring okay. to the crunchy things that are circular and you, you chomp on them. Oh, chips. no, those are those are crisps. Yeah, crisps. And no, no. Yeah, yeah, crisps. Uh, you know, like I said, I went through uh, the, the... I had a lot of heat bearing down on me. Wow. That. Right, right. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. It, but I'm from all... Australia. I swear I'm from Australia. Like, <laughs> don't... Don't stop down there. You know, you know. It's... Uh, Crampy, yes. crampy, eat your snacks. I packed okay. you some dingo meat, mate. Do that. So, yeah, I, I also didn't, you know, this is just a very, very much aside, but I didn't realize that koalas ate meat. I thought, I did think that they were vegetarians or something, right? Well, Maybe I'm thinking of something yeah, else. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of times they're vegetarians, but in the, in the, in the steakhouse, you know, you can't be too picky around there. And, right. uh, okay. you know, I, I, wow, I did yeah, choose to, I chose to give him dingo meat. Um, you know, it, it, it just, it, it calms him down. It, it, it turned him into a bit of a different kind of mind at koala, and koala, you know? Okay. So, um. He's not say, quite I, like he used to be. I feel like we are, we're kind of getting to a point where I, I feel like we've really introduced this new brand pretty well. Um, and Crampy's going to be joining us from here on out for, or at least the episodes that were on the Koala Cola network. Yeah, yeah, we're, you know, very excited to, to have Crampy around and maybe, you know, uh, we, from what we understand, from what we've been told, Crampy will be a really active part, almost like a um, a, th- a third it, co-host, potentially. You know, honestly, I think we're going to have to rain check on that because, uh, yeah, Crampy's got, uh, he's got some uh, uh, appointments, uh, so, yeah, he's got some, he's real busy, <laughs> real busy. Wait, me, I... We we got we got lots of uh, you know stuff we got to do so you know for the brand and whatnot. So <laughs> I don't know if that's escape. gonna work out. I'm sorry. Did he, did he say let me escape? No, he's 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 messing around. Look at him. He he's got a lot of energy pent up. So you know he likes to <laughs> joke about escaping because you know he's in a room and he he likes okay. to be outside. Right. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, my dog, you know, tries to run outside. Sometimes oh yeah. Too. I, yeah. I get that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um. I guess that's that's a good time. Do we so so we we are you know we're obviously on stage here. We've been giving this whole presentation, this unveiling of the new sponsor and everything. And I just want to yeah. And so I'm sorry. Please calm down. But um, I do feel like you know may, do we want to do the chores? I think that yes, Crampy and Reggie both should spin the chore wheel. All right, Crampy, how about you let me do it, buddy? He, he doesn't have uh, the opposable thumbs. And while, while they're spinning the chore wheel, 
I will, I'll give a brief explanation of what that is. Uh, basically, we just have a huge list of to-do lists, chores that we have, haven't accomplished, doing the dishes, taking out the draft, all these different things that we've sort of neglected. And so we created a fun chore wheel, and we spin it every single week. And whatever chore lands on that is exactly what we do without question. Big money, big money night. Okay, what is land on? Oh, boy. Oh, no. Ugh, I knew this one would come up. I mean, it, great. I knew it was going to come up today. I mean, it's kind of a coincidence that it came up today. Yeah, it seems, seems I odd. I can't read um, it. What's it say there? It says, eat 100 hot dogs. Crikey. Which, yeah, okay, so... Um, I, hope I hope the dogs are dingo. I, so, I, don't I guess we've got to accomplish this short. Is this 100 total, or is this 100 a person? Uh, well, I do see behind the chore wheel. Oh, they're bringing it out. They're bringing it on the tray. Okay, now it is 100 per person, unfortunately. Okay. Um, okay, so we need... Okay, so I guess we need 100 for me, 100 for Dr. London, 100 for Crampy, 100 <laughs> for Baby Dinky, and 100 for Reggie. And do we... I mean... Sydney Opera House. Do you want any hot dogs? I'm a vegetarian. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, it sounds like he's a vegetarian. So I guess you'll have the, the vegetarian yeah, he, hot dogs? He, he only eats Vegemite. That's what that means, Danny. So he's not going to eat a hot dog. Do we have, he just do we have scurried like a, away really fast. Okay. So I was going to say, if there might be a Vegemite option or something, but okay. Um. Yeah, I guess. So, so, so chewing food on mic usually doesn't sound good like nor that's a video footage thing i guess we can just get dj dylan to edit out the chewing sounds hopefully yeah i guess okay so i guess we'll um so so for our listeners this might be kind of a i don't know an onerous part because we are just going to be eating and kind of talking the way you do during a family meal that at least that's that's what i'm guessing here going into it because i would you know one thing that's been emphasized along with uh how this koala cola tastes just like down under. Um, just like it, mate, don't it? Yeah. So, uh, it tastes just like with, down under. Along with that, they've been emphasizing how we are a family now. How baby dinky koala and uh, crampy koala, you know, we're, we're all a family now. At, as part of the sponsorship, as part of this podcast network, you know, everyone's kind of supporting each other. Mm-hmm. So, um and thank you, DJ Dylan, because I, I hope, well, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that, because I've gone through at least 30 hot dogs, you know, throughout my telling that uh, I've been chowing down. Yeah, so, I mean, we're, DJ Dylan has done, is, I, I, he's a really good editor, so I'm guessing that all the chewing noises and the coughing noises that we're making right now while we're scarfing down these hot dogs, mm-hmm. we'll probably just cut those out so it'll sound like we're just talking normally. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and not talking I mean, I'm down, through. Yeah, I mean, You've dogs. eaten more than I have because you're sort of a, a, a hot dog pro. I, I'm at 29. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'll notice how I have just a whole lot of... I had them pre-dipped in water. Like, yeah. you know, the pros do that. They'll dip it in water before they take a bite. And Mine, it came out on the tray like that, yeah. Just yeah, soaking. Yeah. yeah. So I, I have an advantage because this is this is kind of my weekend activity usually. And Reggie, you're eating these hot dogs in a very interesting way. Do you want to describe it a little bit? I've never actually seen someone eat a hot dog like this. Well, you gotta peel them, mate. And it's it's very interesting. It, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's like a banana. You're peeling it open, and you've got a little, I guess, sort of banana. Yeah. Well, well, 
Well, you got to think about this, mate. Like, when we're out in the steakhouse and you're eating stuff, the outside just gets so cooked. you got to peel everything. Even if it doesn't have a peel, it develops a peel thanks to the sun. Oh. So, yeah, so it's just something we do as a precaution, really, so you don't eat too much carcinogens or whatever they're called and you don't get the cancer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the cancer from the sun baking it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You know how you can get melanoma just from the... Just from the sun cooking your skin, it does the same thing to food. You don't want to get melanoma by uh, consumption of melanoma peels. Yeah, people don't talk about secondhand melanoma or secondhand skin cancer. Ever. Oh, it's very serious. Secondhand sun radiation. See yeah, it I... all the time out in the steakhouse. I'll tell you what. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm crampy. You're also eating it in a. I mean. <laughs> interesting way is this just how koalas eat hot dogs i didn't think it was i didn't think it was like this you know i think for him it's just that he's a little uneducated on the subject he hasn't had too many hot dogs in his life you know how koalas are always eating bananas and swinging around and whatnot yeah I, well it's yeah. it's different from bananas because he's all it looks like he said all at once it looks like he's trying to eat them all at once it's just like a slow oh yeah no like, i'm like saying i'm saying he's used to I'm saying he's used to just eating bananas and swinging around and whatnot like koalas do, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's clearly... I mean, he, he was able to, like, unhinge his jaw to fit everything in, but he I don't think he can breathe. Cram- Crampy, can you breathe? Well, they actually breathe through their pouch, so... Oh! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so don't worry about it. If he looks like he's suffocating, he's not really suffocating because he can breathe fine through his okay. pouch. Well, and you know what? I You know, I hate to... Pointed out for everyone, but I guess you know while we're uh, baby Dinky is also eating the hot dogs in a strange way. Dinky like hot dogs; they're very yummy. Yeah. So I, you know, for our listeners he's, who can't he see, creeps it. me out so much. I, Doctor London, I'm sorry. I just have to. Yeah, say Yeah, he's that. a bit of a creepy bloke, but you know, he it's does. The, he, the skin on him is not right. It's not. Well, I was get, I was just gonna point I'm out. I'm not a koala. What he, he gets, what? Conf- you know, he was baked in in the outback what? too, so it's it's, it's kind of. I'm an experiment. He, he really doesn't know what he's talking about. So, <laughs> so it yeah, ex- he gets. He doesn't even have a a back lobe either, much less a frontal lobe. Oh, yeah. So he's real. He's real stupid at this moment. Wow, that's really sad. That's why we call him Baby Dinky because his brain's so dinky. Oh. oh, so he's not an actual baby. Well, he is a baby, but he's also stupid. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, I guess that does make... That's why they call him babies, because they're stupid. Oh, that's why right. we call him stupid, because he's a baby. Also true. Wow. Tomato yeah. potato, I guess. So I mean, um, that answers all my questions. Like I said, we're not very articulate, but we do say what we mean. So, and sorry, I, I did want to just get this out. So, so, Baby Dinky is eating the hot dogs like the Cookie Monster. I just wanted to, you know... Yeah. Uh, well, it's well. You can't really compare the two since cookies are they crumble everywhere and stuff. But yeah, well, they, I mean, it, it looks like the hot dogs are crumbling everywhere. Well, I mean, they're more just like shredding. shredding. Yeah. yeah, but it also, I mean, baby Those Dinky are sharp has teeth. Is I was about to say really sharp teeth and sort of a lizard tongue. I yeah, didn't... you know, like I said, you know, he may have had some sort of birth defect or something. His brain's so tiny, you know, we're not really uh, sure what happened. You think it, you know? his, his tongue is long because his brain is so tiny. Yeah, you know, sometimes material gets swapped out in the in the pouch there when you're developing in the pouch as a koala because he's he's a koala, you know. So, oh, uh, it's like how when people like absorb. I'm their... not a koala, makes me. 
Oh okay. wow! Oh, you, you're really shocked. Yeah, he, he needs to he needs now. to get back in the patch. I think he's getting a bit testy. You know, you don't. Yeah, your koalas get quite testy when they get tired. I don't. You don't have to shove him in the pouch so aggressively, though. I don't. Well, think. I'm just. You know, I like to make sure that he's snug in there. You know, so he doesn't fall out or something like that. <laughs> what was that? Was that for anything or was? It? Okay, no. I guess he just wanted to make his trademark. Yeah, just, I think he. Well, I think he got bored. Yeah, like he hadn't heard himself talk in a while, so he just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, now imagine that for three months in the steakhouse. Wow, yeah, I mean, that, that would drive me crazy. Okay, so um, if we wouldn't mind, we need to go ahead and Well, uh, I mean, destroy. we're all on Hot Dog 99. Do we want to dedicate this last one real quick to, uh, yeah. I, I don't know, peace in, all, peace in the steakhouse? Yeah, peace in the steakhouse. It's a good cause. Uh, we need lots of donations, you know. So let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead do that. and jet yes, it in. Yes, a very popular organization because the the steakhouse, not also known as the Outback, is full of all these different animals that are always eating and fighting each other. And then the cause that you, it's your cause. It's it's an organization that you started. Well, yeah, we we started it. Uh, it prevents and, animals and from eating Qu- each other. Well, it just provides peace. In general, so yeah, yeah, yeah well, it's, it's just peace. Muzzle vibe. Of, well, we need lot lots muzzles. of donations. Like we need, we need tons of of capital. That's what we really need. So we're looking for big time people to. We we're not li- really looking so much for investments as we are donations. Because mm. uh, we've kind of got it all set up, you know. So we just need money at this point. Just donations uh, that we can do with what we want to provide peace. Okay, it's all I about mean, peace. All right, let's dedicate our final hot dog to Peace in the Steakhouse. Cheers, man. Cheers. Okay, I mean, Dr. London, does that? I feel like that has to accomplish the chore, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, so now we have to, of course, destroy the chore wheel like usual. So, uh,. Now, we should probably let, you know, I feel like Baby Dinky handle this one because he didn't really handle spinning the chore wheel. Ooh, do you want to take out that anger on the chore wheel and destroy it for us? Mm-hmm. It, it, was that a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's still just falling right in between the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, okay, so let's just step back. I'm just gonna give let, Baby let Dinky this gun, and if you want to shoot the chore wheel, yeah, let's just give Baby Dinky a gun. Well, and if you, you just want to sh- shoot the chore wheel, he, he's really baring his teeth at it, is what I'm seeing. Oh, are you gonna eat it up? Okay, just yeah, just let Baby Dinky go on it. Oh wow, that is. Very wet. <laughs> Why is it so like soaking wet? That process. Hmm. Very oh, tasty. Oh man, that that you were able to eat the uh, that whole thing after a hundred hot dogs is very impressive. Baby Dinky hungry. <laughs> Damn. All right, so I feel like, um, yeah. So that's the chore wheels done. Um, so. Reggie, uh, you know, I, I understand that, you know, Baby Dinky and uh, Crampy Koala are probably just good with, you know, promoting their own brand. Is there anything you're a fan of that you want our listeners? Is there any way for listeners to keep up with you or with anything you're a fan of? You mean besides uh, Koala Cola? 
<laughs> yeah. Tastes just like Down Under. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I really, I, I've, I've started a career as a country artist. And I know, uh, you know, I kind of want to be like the Keith Urban of the Perth area. So, um, yeah. So my, my name is Bucky Wildchild uh, because my other name is Bucky Wildchild. You know, that's that's what my father always called me. False identities. <laughs> if you look up on Instagram and TikTok, Bucky Wildchild, that's me. Okay. Oh, so they're all you. Okay. Um, great. So, so for our listeners, go ahead and, uh, you know, follow these accounts, see, see what he's posting. I'm guessing there's a lot there. Um, also thank you to, uh, our producer Cameron. Thank you to, oh, I'm sorry, Shane Flagg. Uh, would you like to promote anything? Uh, yeah, just follow me on Facebook, friend me on Facebook, Shane Flagg, Shane, F-L-E-G, and, uh, follow me on Instagram at Shane Flagg. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Follow me on Insta, Shane Flag. Okay. I post a lot of good stuff. There are a lot of very no- knowledgeable things. Are you on Twitter now? Uh, I, I do have a Twitter, Twitter account yeah. at Shane Flag. I tweet lots of good knowledge, good tidbits. So yeah, yeah. thank you to our intern, Shane Flag. Not an intern. Thank you to Reggie for coming along. Thank you to Crampy Koala. <laughs> Tastes just like down under. That's right, mate. Yeah, thank you to uh, Baby Dinky Koala for coming on. God, he creeps me out so much. <laughs> thank you to Digital in the House. Digital the Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me clear this up for you guys. The whole thing about Koala Cola, right? The whole thing about Koala Cola, right? It tastes just like Dan Under, right? It tastes just like Dan Under, right? The whole thing about Koala Cola, right? The whole about Koala Cola, 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 Cola. It tastes just like Dan Under, right? It tastes just like Dan Under, right? The whole thing about Koala Cola, right? My name is Dr. Lennon Smith, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. Our intern Shane knows a lot of stuff that Dr. London has been paid to not talk about. Things like the cumin gizzard, 